What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later. Hello, young adults. Welcome to the Young Adult Houston podcast that we also, you know, call Houston Young Adults podcast. I like to mess up the name and I don't like to start over. So we're just going to keep going. And I'm glad that you are here listening. It's December 21st when you are listening or maybe you're listening at a later date. Um, But welcome. And I just want to say congratulations for making it this far into 2020 what a year it has been amazing things wonderful things awesome things great advancements for the kingdom of the lord and if you have been sticking around for such a time as this it's the time to be in the house of the lord it's the time to be a christian it's a time to be a believer and it's a time to serve the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. And we've got big things ahead for 2021. I hope you are getting excited for the things ahead. But there is still so much the Lord has in store for you for the remaining days of 2020. So don't give up quite yet on this year. Let the Lord squeeze everything out of this year that he will and pour it on you in abundance. The Bible says that, um, what, oh, I was reading this other day and it stirred me up. Uh, I don't know where it's at. Hold on. Let me look. I have it back in here. Do, 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 do. It goes, I know this, it, I, I know, I just don't know where it's at. Um, and I didn't write where it's at. So we're just gonna just look this up. It, it, uh, the, the scripture is he crowns the year with his goodness and with his bounty and your courts overflow with abundance. In another version, it says that your paths drip with abundance. That's the Lord's end of the year plan for you. No matter if it's December 31st, whether uh, it is December 21st, that is the Lord's plan for you is that your end will be crowned by him with abundance. And so you just got to praise him for that and receive it and believe it and expect it and live in that expectancy for the remainder days of December. With that, I want to go into the actual message for this podcast, which will be on the topic of the authority of the believer. And um, I want to go to several scriptures to um, stir your faith today on what you have because of what Jesus has said in his word for us. And these are Jesus's words to us. We can take his word, what he's spoken and hide them in our heart, first of all, but get them so planted and get them so rooted on the inside of us that when any, when anything comes our way, whether it's a situation, whether it's a um, physical situation, whether it's emotional, whether it's, uh, you know, mental, spiritual, whatever you can find yourself in, you can know that you have an authority as a believer in Jesus Christ, and he has called you to exercise it. And that's the life that we live. It's the life of exercising what Jesus has put and done for us, put on the inside of us and done for us. And so with that, I want to go to Matthew 18 verse 18. This is what Jesus tells us. I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. 
And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. In the Amplified Version, it says, Whatever you forbid or bind or declare to be improper and unlawful on earth shall have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose or you permit or you declare lawful on earth shall have already been loosed in heaven. In the message version, we got to read it in all the versions to get it, you know? The message version says, A yes on earth is a yes in heaven, and a no on earth is a no in heaven. So what Jesus tells us is, we had the say-so to speak and forbid and accept and permit things that are in our lives. When you think of the word forbid, what does that mean? Uh, when you forbid something, that means that you refuse to allow. It means that you prohibit. It means that you're going to ban it and you're going to outlaw it. So those are things that you can ban, prohibit, refuse to allow, and outlaw in your, li- in your life. I really like what it says in the Amplified. It says, declare unlawful. You can declare something as unlawful in your life. You can say it, that is absolutely impossible to be able to stay in my life you can forbid and he's given us this authority to forbid and he says whatever you forbid it will be forbidden in heaven so what does that mean pastor sandy says this all the time and you look at this word and basically he says we're gonna have your backup heaven will back you up on the things that you forbid in your life and the things that you permit in your life so You know, you have to know you have the first right of refusal in your life. So you get to have the say so on uh, because of your covenant rights, because you're in a covenant with the Lord. You have a covenant, a heavenly covenant. You have a uh, eternal covenant. And, you know, when you have the first right of refusal, what that means is that when, you know, if you are an owner of a business and you want to and someone else wants to do business with you, you have the first right to refuse business to what, you know, who wants to do business with you. So you can say, nope, we're not going to do that. Or yes, I do want to do business. I want to team up with you. I want you to be a part of my life. I want you to be in my life. And so the things that we want to forbid are the things obviously that no one wants in their life. And then the things that we want to accept are the promises of the Lord. Those, that's the, you want to, you have to permit and allow, and you have to um, declare lawful and loose the things of heaven into your life, prosperity, the blessing. You have to um, permit and allow increase. You have to permit and allow favor. You have to permit and receive the grace of God from the Lord. Those are the things that we receive from the Lord. But just in the same way, we have to forbid and we have to refuse the package. We have to return to the sender anything that is not supposed to be in our lives, anything that's not operating, anything that we're not in agreement with. We can know that we have been given authority from Jesus to forbid and permit things in our lives. A powerful scripture, and I encourage you to study that and get that in you, that I have the power to forbid and I have the power to permit things that are in my life. And so ultimately that gives you an assurance to know that, man, life does not just have to be what it is. I remember learning this several years ago and understanding I don't have to continuously go through this 
these feelings. I don't have to go through this, these thoughts. I don't have to continuously feel like my life has to look this certain way. I don't have to take life as it is. A lot of people say, you know, um, that they, they say things like, um, like, oh, well, it just, it just has that, it just must be meant to be. It must be meant to be that this is the way that it is. And there, you know, if God, if God would will it, then, you know, that's, I guess that must be meant to be. And you have to know Jesus has given you the say so to say nope or yes to the things that he has for you and nope to the things that the enemy has for you. You have the authority. And I want to go to Exodus 22, 9. This was actually a scripture that I had heard from a minister um, several months ago, and it, it, it is amazing. So I'm going to read it in, in the LEB translation, and, it's, and it reads, Concerning every account of transgression, concerning an ox, a donkey, small livestock, clothing, all lost property, where someone says, this belongs to me. The matter of the two of them will come to God and whomever God declares guilty will make double restitution to his neighbor. So what is this saying? So, I mean, the first part, I mean, we're, we're talking about oxes and donkeys and livestock and we're like, what? Are we on a farm? No, basically what it's what it's talking about in this scripture is that if there's anything of um, that's been transgressed, if there's anything that's been lost, stolen, um, taken like a donkey, it could be property, it could be um, clothing, it could be, you know, a home, it could be health, it could be whatever it is. It says, whatever it is, the matter of the two people of something that has been lost. And one of the, one of the people have said, this belongs to me. It says, you bring that issue before God and God declares guilty one person. And that one person will have to make double restitution to the one that they stole it from. So what this means for us is that when something in our life is out of order, when something that the thief of the uh, the thief, the enemy, the liar, the enemy has stolen and taken and has robbed and, and has infringed our lawful rights, our covenant promises, we can bring this unto the Lord and says, "This belongs to me," and God says that He will declare the enemy guilty. And the enemy has to pay back double for any trouble that he's caused. And I want to read this one more time, the message version, just so that we can get it in a more layman's terms. It says, in all cases of stolen goods, anything in fact missing of which someone says, that's mine, both parties must come before the judges and the and the one that the judges pronounce guilty must pay back double to the other. There's that scripture in Isaiah where it says double honor instead of shame. Double for your trouble. That's what happened with Job. The enemy came, stole, and took everything away from Job. And God restored back to Job double at the end. He received double at the end of the book, not the end of his life. He lived. He lived on. 
he lived and enjoyed life on, but he, God restored back to him double. That's your covenant law and right. So you can bring anything that the, at the, um, that the enemy has taken, stolen, and tried to rob you of in your life. You have the authority by this word to bring this and say, this belongs to me. That's mine. Anything that is your own, you can, you can with gladness and with all comfort and with all faith know this belongs to me. And the Lord will cause the enemy to pay double back to what he stole. So what does that mean for you? In health, you're going to have double health. You're going to have strength like no other, double strength. You're going to be, you're going to be doubly as strong at the end of your day than you were at the beginning of your day. How is that possible? That is the double portion that comes from the Lord that he can restore back to you what has been stolen and taken. That, that could mean finances, double finances for anything that the enemy has tried to come and do in your life. This past year, I lost lost my job due to COVID. But guess what? The enemy came too late because God already went before and he prepared something better with 10% uh, increase and also made sure that I had double during the time that I was out. He, he provided double for me. And that's the, that's the blessing of the Lord. That is the blessing. That is what's promised to you in your word. And we can know that we can exercise this right. We can claim what belongs to us in Christ. Because we have been given the authority to forbid and permit things in our lives. Let's go to Luke ten nineteen. What time am I at? Okay, let's keep going. Luke 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you or harm you. So that's Jesus telling us that we have the authority to trample over serpents and scorpions, that's the enemy, and over all the power of the enemy. We have been given authority over all the power of the enemy Wow, this has to become real. This, is, this has got to become very real that he has given us authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt or harm you. So if something in your life has the power to hurt or harm you, this might be a check, you know, check for you to say, okay, is my understanding of my authority and power in this area complete? If, if you have, you know, trouble with, um, authority over your thoughts, authority over your actions, authority over your tongue, authority over your body, authority over, you know, um, anything. It could be in any area of your life that is a, a struggle or, or, um, that, that, that's difficult, that you feel like the enemy tries to come in and, and we, weasel his way in and do, do something just to trip you off for a moment. It's a check, you know, if you, you know, are in pain physically, you know, you have, you know, at that, at that moment, you have the authority and you carry authority to put it away. You can actually speak to your body and deal with your senses. You know, God reigns above the natural. He reigns above the physical. He reigns above the carnal nature and the sense realm. His realm is actually higher. His realm is the realm of faith. His realm is far above the sense realm. And so when you know that actually, when you carry that authority, we're, we are seated. The Bible says that we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We're seated in those heavenly realms. We're, we're seated in those realms of faith that are above the sense, the carnal nature. And so the more time that we spend with the Lord, and deeper and higher or deeper, 
you know, deeper in his presence, but, you know, ultimately higher in this higher realm, we become submerged in it. And we know where we walk, we know where we stand, and we know that we carry such authority to be able to put things in line and in order in our life. You know, if you if you get uh, uh, hurt, if like going back to what we're saying on nothing shall by any means hurt or harm you, if you get hurt by words of people, if you get offended by the word of God, know that you have the authority over anything that hurts you. This is, you know, this is not going to set me off. This situation that has come my way, this is not going to set me off. This is not going to change my move. This is not going to make me pull away. This is not going to make me leave church. This is not going to make me, you know, question uh, what, what I'm doing. This is not going to cause me to stumble. This is not going to make me reject the word of God and fall away ultimately we can know that there is nothing absolutely nothing that is going to come our way that we don't have power over when we understand this um this verse that that jesus spoke i give you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing absolutely nothing shall by any means hurt you and nothing shall by any means harm you powerful powerful, powerful, powerful. So if something has the power to move you, if something has the power to shake you, if something has the power to cross you or scratch you or harm you or hurt you, be encouraged. You carry dominion, you carry authority, and you carry this power over it in the name of Jesus. And so all you got to do is get this word, believe it, If you say, I don't know if I believe it, just begin to speak it and declare that you believe this word with every fiber of your being. Begin to bring that in your prayer closet, in your prayer time, in your study time and say, Lord, I believe this word. I believe this word that I am have the authority. I have dominion. I have what it takes to get through whatever this is that has come my way. In Isaiah 43 verse 1, it says, fear not for I have redeemed you. This is the Lord. Fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall you be scratched, nor shall the flame scorch you. That's our promises, is that no matter what comes our way, no matter what power of the enemy that tries to overflow you, tries to overtake you, no matter what fire in your life that you come through, The Bible says that when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned and you will not be scorched. That's a person that knows their authority. That's a person that knows that they're secure and founded on the word of God. That's a person that truly knows that God has built them on a solid foundation on this word, has put them and placed them high above all principalities, all rulers in the heavenly realms. You know, the Bible says that, you know, we are members of his body, of Christ's body. It says that Christ is the head of the church, that he is, uh, you know, the and, we're, and the church is subject to him because the church is a picture of, um, actually, no, not, not the church. The wife is a picture of the church. And so the wife is submitted to the husband and the church is submitted to Jesus. And Christ is the head of the church. We are members of his body. We are flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone. And so ultimately, Christ is our head. We are his body. And the Bible says that God has placed everything under the feet of Jesus. There is nothing that is not subjected to, to Christ. And all things are under Christ's feet. Where is Christ's feet? At the bottom. Who are we? We are the body. 
We are members of his body. So if it's under Christ's feet, it's under our feet. All things have been placed under our feet and we can walk in and on and trample over and tread on the scorpions, on the snakes, on the serpents, on the devils, on the enemy. We can laugh at him. He's dumb. He's a liar. He's stinky. He's stupid. He's a loser. He always loses. And so with that, I just want to read just this great verse, Romans 8. I mean, you can't ever get away from Romans 8. Romans 8 in the TPT version, verse 30, 31. So what does all this mean? If God has determined to stand with us, tell me, who could ever stand against you? Who could ever stand against you? I think in another version it says, who dares stand against you? Who dare stand against you because you're backed up by God? You're backed up by heaven. It continues and says, for God has proved his love by giving us his greatest treasure, the gift of his son. And since God freely offered him up as a sacrifice for us all, he certainly won't withhold from us anything else he has to give. And I want to skip down a couple of verses to verse 35. Who could ever separate us from the endless love of God's anointed one? Absolutely no one. For nothing in the universe has the power to diminish his love towards us. Troubles, pressures, and problems are unable to come between us and heaven's love. What about persecutions, deprivations, dangers, and death threats? No, for they are all impotent to hinder omnipotent love. Omnipotent love, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Yet in all... The midst of these things, we triumph over them. For God has made us to be more than conquerors and he has demonstrated his love. And that's our glorious victory over everything. So, man, if, if, <laughs> if, if I didn't get across to you anything, God's love and understanding his love puts you in this place of authority. Who dare comes against one that God loves? If he loves me, if he is for me, if he is standing with me, who dares contend with my God? Who dare contends with a loving father who loves his children? Don't mess with his children. Don't mess with the church. Don't mess with God's anointed ones. He will take care of you. He will protect you. He has given you authority. He has given you strength. He has given you power. His love demonstrated is our glorious victory over everything. That's what that says. So I, I just pray that this stirs you. I pray that you are getting full of uh, God's unshakable foundations for your life, you know, He's got sturdy plans for his life. You build your life on the word of God, on Jesus Christ. You are sturdy. You build your life on his love that's inseparable. Nothing could ever separate you from God's love. You are fused with him. You're fused with his love. You can never be, um, you can never be moved when you understand and know that God is the God of impossibilities. What God can do, man cannot. And I'm going into all these things right now. But what God can do, man cannot. God is God can do the impossible. His word's unbreakable. His church prevails and it withstands. His life for you is eternal 
and it's indestructible and it's incorruptible and his spirit that's within you it's unlimited his spirit that's within you is always increasing and lifts you higher and higher and higher into realms and so i just pray that as you heard this today you've been stirred in your faith that you're going to places where you can never take yourself and that this word alive on the inside of you will cause you to reign victorious in this life in christ jesus that's what he's purchased for you and i hope that you will see testimonies and wonderful things as you walk it out. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.